Become an urban warrior for change, empowering your practice and your mind in this 90-minute Jiva Multi class and begin to live liberated, riding on the rhythm of your own breath and allowing yourself a sense of freedom, expression and creativity as you embark on a mystical yoga journey through snakes, cobras, dogs and trees. Warming up. Very important to feel where you are in your own body before we come into a practice. So taking a moment to feel the earth underneath the hands and the feet as we come onto all fours. Make sure that your wrist joints are directly underneath your shoulders and that your knees are stacked directly underneath your hips. Track your elbows out to the side of the room and allow the upper arm bones to rotate outward, soften into the elbow creases so you have a medial rotation of the upper arm bones, feeling space across the upper and the middle back. From here, tuck the toes under and lift the kneecap straight off the floor towards the abdomen. As you do so, shift the pelvis up and back and either keep the knees lightly bent or fully extend the thighs back towards the hamstrings. Taking a moment to look at the hands and the feet, Make sure the fingers are spread wide, that you're pressing down through the knuckles of the index fingers without locking the elbows. Looking at the feet, make sure that the inside lines of the feet track parallel to each other. And keep the knees very soft if you're feeling very tense in your lower back. Begin to pedal out the feet, just feeling the length through the hamstrings and the calves and allowing yourself a sense of freedom in this pose, finding the essence of your downward facing dog as we begin to warm up the body. Start to focus on the inhales and the exhales with the mouth lightly closed, mildly contracting the back of the throat to create very soft but audible sound known as ujjayi. Begin to oscillate the head from side to side allowing a sense of space and freedom through the neck and the upper back and across the middle back, especially the shoulders if you're feeling very tense. Fully extend the thighs back towards the hamstrings now and look at the distance between the hands and the feet. As you inhale, come forward to a push-up position, stack your shoulders over your wrists and reach through the heels. Crown of the head projects forward and don't let your ears dip lower than your shoulders, keeping the neck in line with the spine. From below the navel to the heels, the energy is moving back and from above the navel to the crown of the head, the energy is directing forward, lightly inviting the navel towards the spine. From here, take one more inhale. As you exhale, bend the elbows, track the elbows into the sides of the body and lower all the way down to the floor. Bring the fingertips in line with the nipples, draw the legs together. Imagine that you have imaginary shoelaces on the front of your feet, really point the toes. Peel the belly button off the floor so the tailbone rolls down. And then inhale, just lift the head and chest very lightly, two to three inches off the floor. Small cobra, Bhujangasana. From here, exhale, tuck the toes, push your seat to heels and extend the legs up and back. Downward facing dog, Adho Mukha Svanasana and hold. Breathing in. Breathe out for one. Inhale, connecting to the earth. Exhale, two. Breathing in, spreading the fingers and the toes wide, giving back to the earth for three. Breathe in, 
Lower ribs move towards the spine. Exhale, four as the tailbone rolls down. Inhale. Exhale, five. Soften the knees and your gaze look forward. No jumping, but instead start to bring the feet as you walk the feet towards the front of the mat. Once your feet are closer towards your hands, separate your feet two to three inches wide. Make sure that the inside lines of the feet are still tracking parallel to each other. And take elbow to elbow and just lightly hang over the legs in Ardha Uttanasana, half extended forward standing seat. Make sure that your ears line up with your inner arms. So instead of trying to grab for the pose and reach as far as you can to the floor, you may need to think about lifting and coming up a little way. You almost want to feel here that your middle back is creating a back bend as the shoulder blades hug around the spinal column, creating that same space that you felt in Adamokashvanasan. Soften into the backs of the knees so you don't tense the hamstrings and shift your weight and your intention forward into the balls of the feet. At first it may feel like you're going to topple over, but you're just bringing yourself into the center of gravity. Try not to grip the floor with the toes, but spread the weight evenly through both feet. Breathe in. Breathe out for one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out, three. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Breathing in and breathe out five. If you've edged back from your mat a little way, make sure that you're now at the top edge of your mat. Bring both feet together and taking a moment to really feel that sense of stira, steadiness through the inner and outer edges of each foot. As you root down through the inner and outer edges of each foot, feel the skin lift upwards through the shins and the thighs. Invite the navel towards the spine, navel towards sacrum. Draw the shoulders up around the ears, melt the shoulder blades down the back and shine your heart forward. Having a slight softness in the palms so you feel an energetic lift through the armpits and space as the flesh across the collarbone area widens. Parallel the chin to the floor, lightly draw the chin in towards the spine and lightly close your eyes, just feeling the earth underneath your feet and feeling that sense of stira, that sense of asanam, the connection to. And then if we can find that, we may experience truly sukham, lightness, happiness. Always remembering as we progress through this mystical journey of yoga poses that we are trying to find tadasana in every yoga pose that we do. Bring the hands now to the heart center in prayer and Anjali Mudra. Have equal weight through the right heel and the left heel or both hands. Press the palms together and have the thumbs at the breastbone center. Anahata Chakra, our seat of compassion. Taking a moment here to create an intention for your practice will keep your intention elevated. Always remembering that the breath and the intention are the linking mechanism as we progress through our vinyasa. A true vinyasa, krama, is an uninterrupted sequence of events from beginning to end, linked by breath and intention.
Therefore, you may want to dedicate any benefits that you receive from this practice today up to someone that you care about, maybe a loved one that's far away right now, maybe someone that you know is sick, or maybe someone that doesn't have the practice of yoga to help heal. And offer up your efforts, Ishvara, to offer up, to become part of the selfless service of a yogi is to offer up Siva, selfless service, to all beings everywhere. With the eyes closed, we'll chant a beautiful mantra, helping heal others and wishing joy and happiness on all beings, whether four-legged or two-legged. You can either join in or maybe listen and then chant along. Loka Samasta Suki no Bhavantu 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 Shanti 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 Hari May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May all beings experience true joy and equanimity. And may the thoughts, words and actions of my own life contribute in some way to that happiness and freedom for all. Peace, peace, peace. Standing in Tadarsan and cementing the intention for your practice right here, right now. In this class there are various modifications and suggestions for you to use. At any time if you feel the breath has become erratic you have gone too far. So rather than allowing the ego to take over the practice, just breathe in and out of the poses. Do what you feel is right for you today and in time, strength and flexibility will happen. Standing in Tadasan with the hands in Anjali Mudra preposition at the heart center. Open the eyes, inhale, offer the prayer all the way up above the crown and gaze towards thumbs. Exhale, bring the prayer all the way forward and down to the floor over your legs and let your head softly go. Bend the knees if the hands don't reach the floor. As you inhale, look up to prepare. Feel the shoulder blades flatten onto the back and move away from the ears. As you exhale, jump or step back, track the elbows and either A, slowly lower to Chaturanga Dandasan or B, lower all the way to the floor. Inhale, upward facing dog, thighs are off the floor, wrist stack underneath shoulders, look up or baby cobra 
Hands, fingertips in line with nipples, elbows remain bent. Look up, two to three inches off the floor. Exhale, hips up, head down, downward facing dog and hold. Breathing in. Breathe out for one. Inhale, connecting to the earth. Exhale, giving back to the earth too. Breathe in. Breathe out for three. Inhale, invite the lower rib cage towards the spine. Exhale, four. Breathe in. Breathe out for five, soften the knees and gaze as you look forward to prepare. Either inhale, step, or lightly hop your feet forward towards the hands. Look up to a flat back and exhale, chin to shin. Fold forward and down over your legs and let your head softly go. Inhale, press the hands in prayer. Take the prayer all the way up, gaze towards thumbs, and exhale, release the arms by the sides of the body, standing tall and steady in Tadasana, mountain pose. Inhale again, press the hands in prayer, take the prayer all the way up, gaze towards thumbs, lengthen both sides of the neck, exhale hands to the heart center, take the prayer all the way forward and down to the floor over your legs and let your head softly go. Inhale, look up to prepare, as you exhale, yogi's choice, either jump or step back, bend the elbows and slowly lower to chaturanga or lower all the way to the floor. Inhale, upward facing dog or baby cobra. And exhale, hips up, head down, downward facing dog, Adamukashwanasana, and hold. Breathing in. Breathe out for one. Inhale, breathing into any areas of tightness. Exhale, two. Breathing in, softening the jaw and the soft features on the face. Exhale, three. Breathing in, reaching the heels towards the earth. Exhale, four. Breathing in. And breathe out for five. Soften the knees and gaze. Look forward. Inhale, lightly step or hop your feet forward towards the hands. Look up to a flat back. And exhale, chin to shin. Fold forward and down over your legs and let your head softly go. Inhale, press the hands in prayer as you root down through the feet. Take the prayer all the way up above the head, gaze towards thumbs, and exhale, release the arms by the sides of the body, standing tall and steady. Samastadi He. Samastadi He is also another name for mountain pose, Tadasan. However, in this occasion, it means equal standing seat. This time, inhale, bend the knees, extend the arms alongside ears, Ukatasana. Exhale, bring the hands to heart center, and then take the prayer all the way forward and down to the floor of your legs and let your head go, Uttanasana. Inhale, look up to prepare. Exhale, jump or step back, bend the elbows and slowly lower, Chaturanga Dandasana. Inhale, Udva Mukha Shonasana. Exhale, hips up, head down, Adha Mukha Shonasana. Inhale, the right foot forward, back heel grounds, rise up, Virabhadrasana, one. Exhale, hands down, step back, bend elbows and slowly lower, Chaturanga, Dandasana. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, hips up, head down, downward facing dog. Inhale, the left foot forward, back heel grounds, rise up, arms alongside ears, Virabhadrasana, one. 
Exhale, hands down, step back, bend elbows, and slowly lower. Chaturanga, Dandasana, four limb stick. Inhale, Udva Mukha, Shvanasana, upward facing dog. Exhale, hips up, head down, Adha Mukha, Shvanasana, downward facing dog. Inhale, the right foot forward, back heel grounds, rise up, Virabhadrasana, one. Exhale, hands down, step back, bend elbows, and slowly lower, Chaturanga, Dandasana. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, hips up, head down, downward facing dog. Inhale, the left foot forward, back heel grounds, rise up, Virabhadrasana, one. Exhale, hands down, step back, bend elbows, and slowly lower, Chaturanga, Dandasana. Inhale, Udva Mukha, Shvanasana. Exhale, hips up, head down, Adha Mukha, Shvanasana, and hold. Breathing in. Breathe out, one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathing in. Breathe out three. Inhaling. Exhale four. Breathing in. And breathe out for five. Soften the knees and gaze as you look forward. Inhale, lightly step or hop your feet forward. Look up. And exhale, chin to shin. Fold forward and down over your legs and let your head softly go. Inhale, bend the knees, extend the arms overhead, Ukatasana, chair pose. Exhale, straight legs, lift up, arms by the sides, Tadasana. Standing firm and steady. Fix your gaze in front of you to a spot where the eyes won't wander. Spread the toes wide of the left foot. And inhale, draw the right knee towards the chest. Exhale, grab hold of the right ankle and place the sole of the right foot high on the left thigh. Bring the hands together to the hips. If you find yourself unstable in prayer pose with the hands to heart center. From here, either stay here or inhale, offer your prayer up above the crown, but continue to look forward. Exhale, bring the right hand to the inside of the right knee. Inhale, lengthen up through the left side of the body, spiraling open the left armpit. And exhale, take a side sway to the right. Transfer as much weight into the outside edge of the right foot as you can and hold. Breathing in. Breathe out one. Inhaling. Exhale two. Breathing in. Breathe out three. Make sure that the right hip is rolling down. Exhale, four. Feel the flesh on the right buttock cheek connecting towards the earth more than riding up. Exhale, five. Inhale, bring the prayer up above the crown. Exhale, bring the hands to the heart center. As you do that, bring the right knee in towards the chest and bend both knees. Drag the hands further down the sternum and continue to tip forwards on the exhale, just halfway. Square off the pelvis, bring your weight heavy into the left heel. And then inhale, simultaneously straighten the front leg as you raise the back leg to hip height. 
Exhale, Virabhadrasana 3 with Anjali Mudra, prayer position and hold. Breathing in, breathe out for one. Inhaling, exhale two. Try and flex the toes more of the right foot, opening up the back of the right knee joint. Exhale three. Can you try and center the pelvis towards the floor more for four? Crown of the head projects forward. Don't dip the ears lower than the shoulders. Exhale five. Now inhale, bend both knees. Start to rise up from the floor. Draw the right knee in towards the chest and extend the prayer overhead. And exhale, release hands and feet. Tadasana, mountain pose. Standing firm and steady on the right side. Inhale, draw the left knee towards the chest. Don't rush it. Take a moment to feel grounded. Try not to grip the earth with the right toes. Exhale, grab hold of the left ankle, place the sole of the left foot high on the right thigh and bring the hands to prayer position in front of the heart center. Inhale, take the prayer up overhead but continue to gaze forward. Exhale, bring the left hand to the inside of the left knee and inhale, lengthen up through the right side of the body. As you exhale, a little side sway to the left hand side of the room and hold. Breathing in. Breathe out for one. Try and spin the right armpit open even more. Exhale, two. See if you're feeling very balanced, if you can gaze towards the underside of the right palm. Exhale, three. Are you still transferring that weight into the outside edge of the right foot for four? Is Mulabanda still engaged? Exhale, five. Inhale, bring the hands back overhead in prayer. And exhale, bring the hands to the heart center as you simultaneously draw your left knee in towards the chest. Begin to tilt halfway forward on the exhale. Keep both knees lightly bent till you can stabilize your pelvis. Don't rush it. Once the pelvis is stable and you have the weight heavy in the right heel, then inhale as you simultaneously pull the right thigh back towards the hamstring and extend the left leg, Virabhadrasana 3 and hold. Breathing in, breathe out for one. Keep the toes of the left foot flexed with the toes pointed towards the earth. Exhale, two. Breathing in, crown of the head projecting forward. Exhale, four. Breathing in. And breathe out for five. Now inhale, bend both knees. Draw the left knee all the way into the chest as you extend the prayer overhead. And exhale, release hands and feet. Tadasana. Exhaling into Tadasana with the legs straight, feeling the earth underneath your feet. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach arms forward and up as you arch back. Exhale, swing the arms forward and around the back through bent knees, clasp the hands into a fist, then straighten your legs and let your head go. Inhale, hands to the earth, step your right foot back, lunge, look up. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to a push-up, stack the shoulders over the wrists or reach through the heels. Exhale, bend the elbows, track them into the sides of the ribs and slowly lower, Chaturanga Dandasana. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, hips up, head down, downward facing dog. 
Inhale, come forward to a push-up position again. Exhale, drop the knees, chest and chin to the floor for snake. Keep the feet on the floor, but flip the toes over. Inhale, slither forward and up to a low baby cobra, Bhujangasana. Exhale, tuck toes, push seat to heels, extend the legs up and back, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward to a lunge as you look up with the back knee off the floor. Exhale, place the left foot next to the right leg, chin to shin, fold in and let your head softly go. This time, inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach arms forward and up, straighten legs, arch back. Send the thighs way forward. Ears line up with the inner arms. Exhale, swing the arms forward and around the back through bent knees. Clasp the hands into a fist. Straighten the legs and then let your head softly go. Inhale, hands down, step the left foot back with the back knee off the floor. Look up, crown of the head projecting forward. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to a push-up again. Exhale, bend the elbows slowly lower, Chaturanga Dandasana. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, hips up, head down, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to a push-up. Exhale, drop knees, chest and chin to the earth. Fingertips line up with the nipples, squeeze the elbows into the sides of the ribs. Flip your feet over, point toes, inhale, slide forward and up to a low Bhujangasana, Cobra Pose. Exhale, tuck toes, proceed to heels, extend the legs up and back, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward, lunge as you look up. With the back knee off the floor, exhale, place the right foot next to the left foot, fold in, chin to shin, and let your head softly go. Inhale, bend knees, then hook thumbs, then reach arms forward and up, straighten legs and arch back. And exhale, release the arms by the sides of the body, Tadasana. Inhale, bend knees, extend the arms overhead, Ukatasana, chair pose. Exhale, hands to the heart center, bow all the way forward and down to the floor of your legs and let your head softly go, Uttanasana. Inhale, look up to prepare and yogi's choice. As you exhale, either jump it back through Chaturanga Dandasana or step back downward facing dog if you're new or you're coming back to your practice. Everybody ending up in hips up, head down, downward facing dog. Inhale the right foot forward to a lunge. Exhale drop your back heel on the floor and angle in your back toes to a 45 degree. Try and get your left big toe lined up with the top left corner of the mat. Invite the right hip back and the left hip forward and make sure that your knee is tracking over your ankle. Keep the crown of the head projecting forward and place the hands on the hips, drawing the elbows in towards the spine. The weight here is heavy in the right heel. Keep the knee tracking over the ankle. And then inhale, peel the torso off the thigh bone and extend the arms alongside ears on the exhale, Vira Vedrasana 1. If you're tight in the shoulders, and this is a back bend, so if you're feeling that you're inclined to lean forward, circle the arms behind you and then bring the arms in front of you, joining the palms together with the heels of the hands lined up towards the heart center. Feel that you can slide into the back of the armpits, and as you do that, create a lift through the chest as the shoulder blades hug the spinal column. Get a sense that you're lifting out of the right groin crease and the psoas is being lengthened. 
Back bending is about lengthening the front of the body. So if you're not feeling a back bend, you may need to reposition now. Either if you're tight in the shoulders, keep the arms extended out in front of you so you can feel the length from behind each ear to the top of each shoulder. This is very important, especially if you're very tight in the shoulders or you may be carrying a shoulder injury. The others keep the arms alongside the ears. Breathing in, breathe out three, inhaling, exhale four, breathing in, exhale five, inhale straighten the front leg, lift up from the floor, exhale open the arms and bend the right knee coming into Virabhadrasana 2, Warrior 2, knee still tracks over ankle and right knee edging towards the right side of the room more. Inhale, straighten your front leg, lift up from the floor, and exhale, stay here for a moment. Look at the position of your front kneecap, and if it's rotating in, lift the toes of the leading foot off the floor, and press down through the inside edge of the ball of the right foot, encouraging the right quadricep to lift the right kneecap into the position that it needs to be in, which is lifted and not collapsing. Keep the quadricep lifting the right kneecap into the right position, then plant the toes down. Keep both legs straight. Inhale, here. Exhale, reach as far as you can to the right. Place the right hand on the right shin and inhale, float the left arm to sky. Utita, Trikonasana and hold. Now here, if you're feeling very tense in the upper back and the shoulders, take the top arm behind you and walk the left fingers into the right groin. Ah, also very important in the right buttock cheek to use the left hand to smooth the flesh under from the right buttock cheek. So you want to feel a massive extension through the left side of the body. Feel length from the left armpit to the top of the left side of the waist. Feel the left shoulder blade flatten onto the back as you draw your chin in towards the spine before you rotate it around to face the outstretched thumb or before you look over the shoulder. If the hand's now behind you, inhale, extend the arm back towards sky. Exhale, five. Inhale, press down through the front foot to lift all the way up. Exhale, place the left hand on the back of the left thigh and inhale, flip the right palm up overhead. Exhale, hold, reverse triangle. Breathing in, breathe out for one. Inhale here, keep the top half of the body in the same position, but exhale, track the right knee over the right ankle, reverse warrior two and hold. Breathing in, breathe out for one. Inhaling, exhale two. Breathing in, breathe out for three. Now inhale, come all the way back up to stand, arms to shoulder height, both legs straight. Exhale, bend the right knee again, Virabhadrasana 2, warrior 2 and hold. If you feel that you're edging forward, you may need to stack your torso a little bit more central over the pelvis. Is your back heel still connecting to the earth? Is the inner arch of your back foot lifted? Do you feel that you have that asanam? connection to the earth through your back foot. 
can you cement more weight down through the outside edge of the left foot? Can you make sure that the right knee is veering over to the right side of the room? And can you release the shoulder blades away from the ears a little bit more? Can you soften the left side of the ribcage towards the left side of the room? But are you still focusing your gaze down the middle finger of the right hand for five? Inhale, straighten the front leg as you lift up from the floor. Exhale, bend the right knee, place the right forearm on your right thigh. Or if you're a little bit more advanced, place the right hand on the outside edge of the right foot or brick. And then inhale, sweep the left arm alongside the left ear. Exhale, hold here and breathe. Breathing in, breathe out for one. Udita Pajvakanasana. Inhaling, extended side angle. Exhale, two. You want to feel that the inner thighs are moving away from each other for three. If you're very tight in the shoulders, exhale, four. You may need to place the left fingertips into the right void crease. And exhale for five. Inhale, place both hands down now. Frame your right foot. Begin to straighten the right leg as you begin to move the back foot in a little bit closer, maybe a couple of inches. Inhale, look up, place both hands on your right thigh bone and invite and soften the right hip back and the left hip forward. As you exhale, bend halfway forward and down, still working the hips on the way down and grounding through both heels. Either stay here, take another inhale if you're moving on, exhale, chin to shin, unfold all the way forward and down to the floor, as far as you can safely go without torting the hamstrings. Exhale, two. You may need to place the hands on blocks or the shin bone or the thigh bone if the hands don't reach the floor for three. Breathing in. Breathe out, four. Inhaling. Exhale, for five. Now inhale, soften the front knee just a little bit and look up. As you exhale, place the hands two to three inches in front of the right foot. Begin to rise up onto the ball of the left foot. And as you inhale, shift the weight forward into the ball of the right foot. First of all, as you simultaneously straighten the front leg and rise the back leg to hip height. As you exhale, now shift the weight heavy into the right heel so the psoas can begin to open. And look forward rather than down or up. Try and keep the neck in line with the spine here in this Vira Bhadrasana 3 variation and hold. Breathing in, breathe out for two. Inhaling, exhale three. Is the pelvis still centered towards the floor? What can you do to make it a little bit more stable? Can you flex the back toes towards the earth a bit more and try and find some stability through the pelvis? Exhale for five. Now inhale, bend your front leg. Place the hands on the floor, either side of the right foot, and exhale, step your back foot into a lunge. Now drop your back knee on the floor and point the toes on the exhale. As you inhale, bring the arms up alongside the ears. And as you exhale, take an open twist to the right and gaze towards your right thumb. 
return your gaze to your left thumb and inhale reach through the left side of the waist as you exhale hook your left elbow onto the outside edge of the right knee bring your palms together and drag the heels of the hands further down the sternum as you look over the right shoulder can you cut your navel across your right thigh bone a little bit more and feel the twist in this spinal twist rather than that feeling of compression Make sure that you're feeling space from behind the right ear to the top of the right shoulder. And if you're a little bit more advanced in your practice, you may want to lift your back kneecap off the floor and reach through the back heel a little bit more. You wanna feel the twist here coming from the middle back and not just wrenching the twist from the lower back or the waist. You wanna feel that you have a connection equally through both palms. And that sense is as you press the palms together, as you press down, you can lengthen the sternum a little bit more. Inhale, return to center now. Place both hands on the floor and frame your right foot. As you exhale, drop your back knee on the floor and release, release the buttocks towards the heels as you extend the right leg forward. So now you're sitting in the arches of your feet. The left knee is bent, the right leg is extended in front of you. Place the hands either side of the pelvis and sit up very tall. Flex the toes back towards the face. Feel the backs of the knee joint open up. Feel the Achilles tendon being stretched. Take an inhale here. And if you're moving further forward into the pose, exhale, fold forward and down, chin to shin, and let your head go. Breathing in. Breathe out for one. If you're feeling unstable, you may need to place something underneath the buttocks to help you stabilize the pelvis. Exhale, two. If you're feeling very unstable, you may need to take the arms a bit wider. Exhale, three. Almost making like a, tri a tripod platform. Exhale, four. Breathing in. Breathe out for five. Inhale, rise up from the floor. Soften the front knee. Drag the heel towards you. And then exhale, place both hands either side of the right foot as you extend the left leg behind you. Coming back into a lunge. Inhale, press down through both hands as you drag the right leg all the way up and back behind you. Ikupada Aramokashwanasan, one legged tripod dog, and exhale, both feet on the floor, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to a push up position, stack the shoulders over the wrists and reach through the heels. Exhale, bend the elbows and slowly lower to Chaturanga Dandasan. Inhale, upward facing dog, the thighs are off the floor and the inner ankle bones are rotating inwards. Do not sink into the chest, but get a sense that you're lifting out of the wrists. Sides of the neck long. Exhale, Adho Mukhasanasana, downward facing dog. Inhale, bring the left foot forward to a lunge. Exhale, drop your back heel on the floor and angle in your back toes to a 45 degree. Line your big right toe up with the top right corner of the mat. As you do so, if you feel that the outside edge of the right foot is lifting off the floor, slide your back foot in just a little bit closer. Soften and invite the left hip back and the right hip forward. The crown of the head is projecting forward and this is a beautiful way to power up the legs for standing poses. Place the hands on the pelvis and draw the elbows in to the spine. 
from here inhale lift the torso off the front thigh bone and exhale bring the arms up alongside the ears Virabhadrasana one warrior one again if you feel this pose is a little bit of a challenge for you circle the arms behind you bring the arms forward in front of you and join the palms together like we did on side one once you've found the back bend in this standing back bend then you may want to think about taking the arms up alongside the ears. If it doesn't feel comfortable for the shoulders though, stay in the modified version. Keep the left knee tracking out to the left side of the room and keep the right leg super active so the back knee isn't dipping to the floor. Breathing in and breathe out for five. Now inhale, straighten the front leg, lift up from the floor. As you exhale, bend the left knee, track the knee over the ankle and open the arms wide, warrior two. Inhale, straighten front leg, lift up from the floor. Take a glance down at your kneecap and make the necessary changes you need to make to secure the kneecap into the right position before you move into Trikonasana, as we did on side one. When it's safe to do so, reach as far as you can to the left. Place the left hand on the left shin bone and extend the right arm towards the sky and hold. Again, if you're feeling tense in the shoulders, bend the top arm, walk the right fingers into the left groin crease and spin the right side of the chest way open. You want to feel the shoulder blades moving away from the ears. You want to feel the belly engaged and the legs powered up. Stay here if this is nicer for you. If you want to take the arm back to the sky now, reach the right arm towards the sky and reach through the fingertips. Keep the chin drawn in towards the spine so the neck and chin are not compromised here. Then inhale, push down to lift all the way back up. Slide your right hand onto the back of the right thigh and inhale, extend the left arm alongside the left ear coming into reverse warrior two and hold. Keep the knee tracking over the ankle with the knee veering out more to the left side of the room. Staying with the top half of the body in this position, then you're going to take another inhale here. Exhale, bend the left knee, reverse warrior two and hold. Breathing in. Breathe out for one. Inhaling. Exhale to keep the back leg very active. Breathing in. And breathe out for three. Inhale, straighten both legs, arms to shoulder height. Exhale, bend the left knee. Warrior two and hold. Same alignment as the other side. Check the knee, check the back foot. Everything in yoga starts from the ground up. What is happening to the back arm? Take a glance back at it. Is it the same height as the front arm? Can you reach through the fingertips but release the shoulders away from the ears? Can you lightly pull the belly in, navel towards spine without the knee collapsing? Breathing in. Breathe out three. Inhaling. Exhale four. Breathing in. And breathe out for five. Now inhale, straighten the front leg, lift up from the floor, check that the left quadricep is lifting your left kneecap into the right position. Then exhale, bend the left knee, place the left forearm on the left thigh bone or take the left hand to the outside edge of left foot or brick. And then inhale, extend the right arm alongside right ear. Exhale, hold here and breathe. Breathing in, 
breathe out for one. Again, if the shoulders are tight, bring the right fingertips towards the left inner groin. Spin that chest way open and stay here if this is nicer for you. Otherwise, circle the arm back alongside the right ear and hold in this modified version if you have your left arm on your left thigh bone. Do what you need to do to find the essence of what extension through a side angle feels like. Breathing in, breathe out for five. Now inhale, place both hands down, frame your left foot. Exhale, glide your right heel in just a couple of inches. As you do so, bring your left, bring the hands onto the left thigh bone. Inhale, straighten the front leg, lift up from the floor, invite your left hip back and the right hip forward. And exhale, chin to shin, just halfway, forward and down for now. Be steady, is your back heel still connecting to the earth? If it is and you can go a little bit further, then place the hands on bricks either side of your left foot or take the hands to the left shin bone or the thigh bone. Feel space across the upper and middle back. Keep working the hips on every inhale, trying to breathe some space into those restricted areas. And every exhale, trying to let go of maybe what you're still holding on to. Breathing in, breathe out for four, inhaling, exhale for five. Now inhale, softly look up, bend the front knee for a little bit, especially if you're feeling unsteady. Don't try and jam the hamstrings to where they don't wanna go. Then bring the hands forward. You can still use bricks here, but bring the hands forward in front of the left foot, two to three inches only. Begin on the exhale now to hop your back foot in a little bit closer. As you inhale, simultaneously straighten front leg as you raise the back leg to hip height only. And exhale, staying here and holding. Breathing in, weight heavy in the left heel. Exhale, one, looking forward. Exhale, two. Can you center the pelvis a little bit more? Exhale, three. Are your right toes still pointing down towards the earth to help stabilize the pelvis? Exhale, four. Breathing in, calm and steady. Exhale, five. Now inhale, soften your front knee, place the hands down either side of the left foot and exhale, step the back foot into a lunge. Inhale, drop the back knee on the floor and point toes. Exhale, staying here for a moment, just tracking. Is your left knee over your ankle? If it's not, now make it so. And inhale, sweep the arms up alongside the ears. As you exhale, take an open twist to the left. Gaze towards your left thumb. Inhale, reach out of the right side of the waist. Exhale, hook your right elbow onto the outside edge of your left knee. Join your palms together. And then drag the heels of the hands further down the sternum. Are you cutting the navel across your left thigh bone? Can you find a little bit more space behind the back of the left ear to the top of the left shoulder? And once you've found that twist, if you wanna take it a little bit deeper, can you lift your right kneecap off the floor and reach through that right heel? Calm and steady, ujjayi breath. Breathing in. Breathe out for three. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Breathing in. 
and breathe out for five. Inhale, return to center. Both hands frame your left foot. Exhale, drop the back knee on the floor and release the seat towards the heels as you extend the left leg out in front of you. On the inhale, hands either side of the pelvis. Stay here. If you're moving to the furthest level, as you did on side one, exhale, chin to shin, fold forward and down and let your head softly go. Try and draw the left hip back and the right hip forward. If you can obviously catch hold of the foot or take Janushashasana wrist lock behind the foot, if you did that on side one, then try and duplicate what you did on side one on side two. So you end up balancing both sides of the body rather than overworking one side of the body. And thus, we create more of an imbalance. So we're trying to bring some harmony back. We're trying to work both sides of the body evenly here. Breathing in, breathe out for four, inhaling, exhale, five, inhale, come up from the floor, soften your front knee, lift the back knee off the floor on the exhale as you come back to a lunge, inhale, press both hands down either side of the left foot and exhale, glide the left leg all the way up and back into a tripod dog. Place both feet on the floor, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to a push-up position. Exhale, bend the elbows and slowly lower, chaturanga dandasana. Inhale, upward facing dog. And exhale, hips up, head down, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to a push-up. Exhale, come onto the right palm. Make sure that your right wrist is stacked directly underneath your right shoulder and stack the left leg on top of the right. Inhale, extend the left arm to sky. Exhale, hold, Vashastasana. Squeeze the legs together, lift the inner right waist. Flex the toes, exhale, two. Breathing in and breathe out for three. Inhale, come back to a push-up. Exhale onto the left palm, stack right leg on top of left, both legs are straight. Inhale, reach right arm to the sky, exhale, hold. Breathing in, breathe out one. Inhaling, exhale two. Breathing in, and breathe out for three. Inhale, come forward to a push-up. Exhale, bend the elbows this time and lower all the way down to the floor. Release the forehead to the floor, bring the fingertips in line with the nipples, draw the legs a little bit closer together. Imagine that you have those imaginary shoelaces on your feet. Before you lift the head and shoulders off the floor here, just peel the belly button off the floor and feel your tailbone lengthen. Tailbone rolls down. Fingertips line up with the nipples, elbows squeeze into the sides of the ribs. Always remembering to keep the neck in line with the spine. Inhale, lift the head and chest two to three inches off the floor. And exhale, staying here, hold. Inhale, bring the hands off the floor to make sure you're exercising or utilizing the right set of back muscles. Exhale, two. Glue the legs into the floor. Exhale, three. Can you sustain this pose with the hands off the floor? Exhale, four. Breathing in and exhale, come down, release, let it go. Bring the right ear to the floor, drag the right arm further down the right side of the body and feel the length from the right ear to the top of the right shoulder. 
separate the legs just a little bit and lightly sway your pelvis from side to side just um, easing out any tension that may have occurred very mindful when we come to back bending that we're always trying to create space and not compression length no compression slowly return the forehead now to the floor if you're carrying a shoulder injury, you're going to take the arms behind you like you're reaching for the back edges of your mat. If you're not carrying a shoulder injury and you're trying to open up the upper and the middle back a little bit more, then you're going to extend the arms forward in front of you. Arms still shoulder height, but the palms are now facing upwards towards sky. Try and get all five fingernails on the floor. Feel that you're powering up the outward rotation through your upper arm bones. Then from here, inhale, from whatever position, variation of Shalambhasana, locus you're in, lift as much of the body off the floor as physically possible. Exhale, hold here, breathe, one. Can you open up the backs of the knees and point the toes a little bit more? Exhale, two. Can you maybe space, feel space across the chest, lifting up into the armpits? Exhale, three. Can you maybe revisit the intention and come back to that person you dedicated your practice up to for four? Inhaling and exhale, come down, release, let it go. Bring the left ear to the floor now, drag the left fingertips down the left side of the body and feel length and space from the back of the left ear to the top of the left shoulder. Feel space across the upper and the middle back and lightly just sway your pelvis from side to side. Slowly return the forehead to center now. Now if you're carrying a knee injury or you've had a shoulder trauma or shoulder injury, then Danyarasan may aggravate certain conditions. So you need to be mindful here. If you've had any cartilage problems in the knee, sometimes Danyarasan can aggravate that. So it may be more appropriate for you to alternate between Danyarasan and Sphinx Pose. Sphinx Pose is a beautiful back bend, accessible to everybody. If you're coming into Sphinx, you're gonna come up onto the forearms and make sure that the elbows are stacked directly underneath the shoulders, that the elbows are the same width as the inner wrists. The legs are on the floor and you're trying to melt your heart forward as you feel the shoulder blades hug the spinal column. Again, the neck is in line with the spine so we don't want any collapse through the upper spine and the base of the neck. You're gonna stay here for five breaths. The others kick the heels towards the butt, grab hold of the heels, and if the elbows are bending, slide your hands further down your shin bones. Feel that the upper arm bones are already lifting up and back, so you're already creating the back bend before you come up from the floor. Very important. It's a lot harder to do that once you're off the floor. And then you guys, now you're gonna inhale, come up from the floor. Exhale, everybody holding and breathing for one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathing in. Breathe out for three. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Breathing in. And exhale, come down, release. Make a platform for the forehead now. Just rest the forehead on the hands and lightly open the legs, maybe two, three inches, and just lightly roll your pelvis from side to side, creating a sense of um, freedom through the pelvis and the lower back. Back bending 
can be traumatic for some but pleasurable for others. Backbending can bring up a lot of emotions. It can either make you feel very energetic and very lively or it can make you feel a little bit emotional and a little bit tearful. So you need to be mindful and accept the emotions that you ride through when you're in these poses. And maybe it's not clear why you're experiencing what you do, but it's a sign of maybe that you need to let go of something. So we should never force backbending. We should find our way into backbending softly. When we feel that we're a little bit more open, then we can start to move a little bit more forward into the backbends. Everybody with this second backbend now, we're gonna take down your asana together. Kick the heels towards the butt. Option A, you're either going to grab the hands around the ankles, which is the traditional position for Danyarasana. If you want to open the upper back a little bit more, the upper and mid back, this is a great variation. You're going to place the hands on the inside edges of the feet. So you've got a real shoulder opening going on. And then everybody from whatever position you've chosen, you're going to inhale, lift up from the floor, exhale, hold here, breathe one. Now we're aiming to create some equilibrium between the top half of the spine and the lower spine. So we're trying to more or less get the tops of the shoulders and the knees more or less in line with each other. So the waist then becomes a pivotal point. If the chest is too high off the floor and the knees are too close to the floor, you're going to create an imbalance in the spine and end up with a sore back. If the chest is more or less on the floor but you're more open in the hips and the knees are riding up and the feet are riding up towards the back of the head then you're going to create a bit of compression in the lower back and around the sacroiliac joint. So you want to be mindful here. You're trying to find that seesaw effect. As you inhale and as you exhale you should feel the breath lightly moving the body. And actually it's not really the breath, it's the prana, it's the life force that instigates the breath, that brings that movement, that seesaw effect. Inhale, everybody lift up as high as you can, and exhale, release, come down and let it go. This time turn the head to the right or left, extend the arms alongside the body, let go through the pelvis, let go through the feet and just lightly rock your pelvis out from side to side. Breathing in and breathing out. Inhaling and exhaling. Let's inhale, roll over onto our backs now. And uh, let's exhale, bring the heels very close towards the buttocks. So you wanna be within touching distance of the heels. Make sure that the chin isn't tipped back so you may need to place the hands around the head, draw the head and the neck off the floor, draw your chin in towards the chest, activating Jalandhara Bandha, throat lock, and place the head back on the floor so the back of the neck isn't compromised, the back of the neck is long. Then bring the arms down by the sides of the body so the fingertips are almost tickling the ankles, the heels. Place the hands down, have the two big toes internally rotated and the feet hip width apart. If your knees or feet have a habit of outturning, you may want to place a brick in between your thigh bones or a brick on the narrowest width in between the feet. This is a great way to utilize the tarsals and the metatarsals in the feet. 
Then from here, inhale, press down, curl the tailbone under, and exhale, begin to peel your lower, middle, and upper spine off the floor coming onto the backs of the shoulders. Now either keep the arms in the position they're in or take the arms underneath the back, interlock the fingers, roll the outer shoulders around and under and press down through the outer wrist joints as you snuggle into the armpits. You're still feeling that same sensation here that the shoulder blades are hugging the spine. Try not to hold onto the gluteal muscles too much. So even though you're pressing down through the feet and the thigh bones are being lifted as the hamstrings move towards the thigh bones. Try not to glench the butt too much. Instead, try to utilize the legs a little bit more. Chin towards chest, chest is wide. Legs are active. Breathing in, breathe out for four. Inhaling, and exhale, five. Release the hands, peel the upper, then the middle, then the lower spine. Don't just uh, drop the tailbone to the earth. So as you come down to the earth, feel that you're peeling the spine down one vertebrae at a time. Now in the morning when we get up, we're normally an inch taller, right? So if you're doing this practice and you're doing this with this, this practice with me now and it's the afternoon or the evening, by the time we come around to the evening, we would have shrunk about an inch in height in our spine. So anything we can do to hydrate the spine, drinking plenty of water, really feeling the spine into these poses will help maintain a healthy spine. So you're peeling the upper, middle and lower spine towards the floor. And then finally the tailbone is the last part of bone to grace the earth. Very, very important. And the pelvis then resorts back to its normal position. So for the next back bend, if you're quite new or a beginner or you're building up or you may be carrying a shoulder injury, so it's not always anatomically a viable option for you to come into will. So you've got to be mindful here with how you build up for this pose. So option one is you can either stay where you are and that's perfectly fine. It's better to create stability and strength with the foundation than to rush ahead and run the risk of doing an injury. If you're now moving on to the second level, you're going to place your hands either side of your head. Make sure that the hands are shoulder width, so don't have the hands too close to the head. Draw the elbows in, so again you feel that outward rotation through the upper arm bones. And then if you're moving on to level two, so level one now you can peel the lower, middle and upper spine off the floor with the arms down by the sides of the body and interlock the fingers. Level two, you're gonna inhale, push down through the feet and as you exhale, lift up onto the crown of the head. Think about a fish head here. Now stay here, this is a great way, the elbows, to get the elbows tracking in. So you may need to stay here for a few months until you can feel that softness that you need in your upper and middle back to create the awareness for full will. So either stay here is fine. If you are a little bit more flexible and you have a little bit more in advanced practice, then you can inhale, straighten the arms, keep the legs straight, and exhale, lift up from the floor, Udva, Dhanurasan, upward facing will and hold. Breathing in, breathe out for one. Remembering to listen to your breath here. If you are grasping for the breath, take it down a notch. Exhale, two. Breathing in. Breathe out for three. 
If you're in four wheel, make sure that you shift the weight more forward to the balls of the feet so the space opens up around the sacrum. Exhale, four. You want to be feeling space behind the heart to the sacrum in this back bend. Exhale, five. Crown of head to floor, chin to chest. Everybody release slowly and come all the way down, peeling the spine down. Don't hug the knees in towards the chest because we have one more back bend to do. So a nice way to neutralize the spine in between back bends and sequences is to drop the knees to the center line of your mat and have the feet as wide as mat width. That will help take the pressure or any strain off the sacroiliac joints, the ligaments around the base of the sacroiliac as well. And it'll just give you a moment to pause. Bring the hands to a prayer position in front of the heart center and Hatha Chakra, the seat of our compassion. And this is always a good time to revisit the intention that we set at the beginning of the practice. You may want to offer up this final offering of back bending to that person that you dedicated your practice up to today. Maybe you dedicated your practice up to a charity that's very close to your heart. Maybe it's a loved one. And offer up this back bend to them. So for the last and final back bending, of this session you're either going to choose level one two or three place your hands place your feet and then come up into the pose and ride on the rhythm of your own breath minimum breaths three maximum breaths five if you're a little bit more advanced in your upward facing will practice then feel free please to take any variation that is safe for you to do so Always be mindful of where your shoulders are in this pose, how you are feeling, how your breath is feeling. In this back bend, all the chakras in the body are open, but specifically the heart and the throat chakra. So if you feel that you have been suppressed and that you can't allow your expression to come out, this is a great way of opening the Vishuddha uh, chakra, throat chakra. And always remembering, as my teachers, Sharon Gannon and David Life say, particularly Sharon, when you can say what you mean and mean what you say, then you are making progress. The sound of your voice will change. And slowly, crown of head to floor, chin to chest, and everybody slowly rolling down from the position, your chosen variation of will. Now draw the knees in towards the chest, hug the knees in towards the chest, place the hands down on the shin bones, not on the knees but on the shins, and feel that you can connect the tailbone to the earth. This is very important that you don't roll backwards. So we're trying to make sure that the tailbone is neutralized after a back bending practice. Place the feet on the floor here, hip width apart and extend the arms out so they're in line with the shoulders. So arms in line with shoulders, palms open. And why don't you draw the elbows a little bit closer into the sides of the waist so you're feeling that sense of space across the collarbone area. Take an inhale here. As you exhale, drop both knees very loosely to the left as you twist to the right and look over the right shoulder. Both shoulder blades can be in contact with the floor. In this easy spine twist, there's no reason why they can't be. If you are suffering with a neck injury and it hurts to look over the right shoulder, then return your gaze to look directly up towards the sky. 
If you feel that you would like to stack the knees and you're a more experienced practitioner, then please make sure that the knees are stacked one on top of the other and that the knees are in line with the navel center. If the knees are neither sprayed open neither or neither stacked, what ends, up do, what ends up happening is that you end up twisting the pelvis rather than the spine, which will create more problems. So being very mindful of how you move in and out of twists. Inhale, slowly come back to center. And exhale, drop the knees to the right as you twist to the left and hold. Breathing in. Breathe out one. Inhaling. Exhale two. Breathe in. Breathe out three. Inhaling. Exhale four. Breathing in. And exhale five. Release. Inhale, slowly come back to center. Exhale, squeeze the knees in towards the chest. Give yourself a gentle squeeze. Keep the knees pressing down towards the abdomen. And just lightly bring the right arm over left. Stack your right elbow on top of the left elbow and give yourself a gentle squeeze, a gentle hug, just to release the shoulders from any tension from the last back bend. And then inhale, spray the open arms open wide. Exhale, bring the left elbow over the right. Give yourself a gentle squeeze. Inhale, slowly returning to center, both hands on the shins. Lightly rock backwards and forwards a couple of times, maybe from side to side. Just mobilizing the spine, easing out any catches that may have occurred during the practice so far. And then uh, take uh, three spine rolls backwards and forwards, just to really feel the length through the spine. As you inhale and come up from the third spine roll, Extend the legs out in front of you. Draw the flesh away from the seat and you may want to sit off a prop here if you're very stiff in your lower back. So take a brick or block, maybe a pillow or a cushion. Extend the legs in front of you. Flex the toes back towards the crown or towards the face and place the hands either side of the pelvis, sitting up very tall and steady in Dandasan, seated stick. Now we'll do this pose together. In forward bending, most people try and reach for the feet and that isn't the pose. We want to allow the spine to lengthen but we don't want to have problems at the base of the spine. Now although this is a seated forward bend, the emphasis here anatomically is on the connection between the abdomen and the thigh. So to start off with this pose in today's practice, we're now gonna bend the knees and just a little weight and come onto the heels. You're then gonna extend the arms behind you. The hands are still on the floor. You're gonna inhale, lift the chest very high. And as you exhale, you're gonna place the chest and the abdomen on your thigh bones. Then you're gonna circle the arms around so they're either side of the shins. The feet are still active, but you're not grabbing onto anything here. Now keep the belly on the thighs. Take an inhale, widen the flesh across the collarbone area. And as you exhale, keep the abdomen on the thighs as you begin to edge the heels a little bit further forward and down in front of you. Stop halfway. 
Inhale, pull belly in and up. Soften the flesh across the collarbone a little bit more. And exhale, see if you can go a little bit further forward and down. Extending the legs. But if the abdomen leaves the thigh bones, you've gone too far. Pajamottanasan is about the compression of the thighs onto the abdomen. So if this pose is done correctly, time after time, we will begin to restore some order through the digestive system. If you have any digestive disorders or you want to reduce the size of the abdomen, the compression of the thighs onto the abdomen will help this along. Once you've gone as far as you can go, project the crown of the head forward to the wall in front of you. Resist the urge to round the shoulders here and you almost feel like you're doing a back bend here. Again, as you try and pinch the middle part of the shoulder blades towards the spine to feel the space across the upper back and across the chest. And then see if you can fold all the way forward and down now as the crown of the head projects way forward. The chin is towards the shins and the toes are flexing back towards the crown. Calm and steady, close the eyes here. Breathing in. Breathe out for one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathing in. Breathe out for three. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Breathing in. Breathe out for five. And every inhale, trying to find some space. Exhale, six. And every exhale, trying to move into that space. Exhale, seven. Inhale, slowly lift up from the floor. And exhale, just uh, lightly bend the knees, draw the feet towards you, place the soles of the feet together, let the knees spray open to the sides of the room and let us take Bhadakonasana. So join the soles of the feet together, bring the heels very close towards the inner thighs. Place the hands around the feet, draw the elbows in to the sides of the ribs. And again, taking a moment here to look forward rather than just be in a rush to around the spine and take yourself forward so try and find some length first of all as you inhale again pull belly in and up feel the spine lengthen and then as you exhale start to take the chin towards the two big toes as you exhale draw the elbows towards the back wall when you've gone as far as you can, then you can start to take the crown of the head forward to the wall in front of you and finally take the crown of the head towards the feet. If available to you, you may be able to keep the fifth toes connected and use the hands to spray open the soles of the feet like leaves of a book. Try and keep the connection with the fifth toes though. This is very important. The fifth Tarsals have a direct connection to the hip flexors and Bhadakanasan is about opening the hips and the pelvis. Calm and steady breath. If you're a little bit more pliable through your back and your hips, you may very well be able to cut the feet in the arches of your feet. If not, go wherever you can go safely 
Another option here, if you have a brick handy, is to place a couple of bricks in the arches of the feet at an angle and bring the forehead to rest on the brick. When you have something to connect to, the hips begin to relax a little bit more. The breath becomes a little bit lighter, a little bit more steady, and you're not grabbing for the pose. In yoga, we always talk about practicing a degree of non-attachment. Every time you do a pose, it will be different for you. So just follow the rhythm of your own breath and allow the pose to unfold for you without straining. Inhale, slowly come up from the floor. And uh, exhale, just draw the heels a little bit further in front of you now. So we're coming into our star pose. So it's from the same series of poses, right? But the heels are about a foot in front of you now. The arm position changes here. So the hands are around the ankles. The elbows draw out to the sides of the room. So the elbows are now on the outside of the shins. And again, you're gonna inhale, pull belly in and up, look forward, try and get length through the sternum. And then as you exhale, the elbows track out to the sides of the rib and you lever the chest forward and down until you can go as far as you can go and then you draw the chin in towards the chest. Then the crown of the head projects forward. Then you may be able to soften the crown of the head into the feet. Calm and steady breath, feeling the breath into the back of the ribs, breathing in. Breathe out for two. Inhaling, calm and steady breath. Exhale, three. Breathing in. Breathe out for four. Inhaling. Exhale, five. Big breath in. Breathe out, six. Inhaling and exhale for seven. Beautiful. Let's slowly inhale, come up from the floor. Exhale, uh, bring the legs in a little bit closer. Keep the knees bent, but place the soles of the feet on the floor, but let the heels be very close towards the buttocks. Take the fingers about two, three inches behind the buttocks, draw the elbows in so you're feeling a back bend on the floor. Your feet are still on the floor. So if you are carrying a shoulder injury or you're carrying some sort of injury that will affect you to lift up, then until you found the strength and flexibility, stay with this option for now. But you can still feel the back bend and press down through the feet. The others, inhale, slide the seat to heels and exhale, lift the thighs off the floor as you take the head and neck back. Keep the arms very straight. Keep the hamstrings moving towards the thighs. Take a full breath in here through the nose to prepare. And a full breath out here through the nose to prepare. Again, inhale fully and completely. And exhale fully and completely. Now inhale to a halfway comfortable level and exhale, start around a Kapalabhati Kriya. Short, sharp exhalations as you pump the navel towards the spine. The emphasis is on the exhale and the noise is the air as it travels through the nasal passages. This is a very strong Kriya to be done in reverse tabletop. So there's no right or wrong way, meaning how fast or how slow, but find your own natural rhythm. Exhaling, exhaling. Exhaling, exhale, 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 
exhale, exhale everything out of the body fully and completely. And slowly lower your seat towards the heels first of all without the seat touching the ground. Then draw the seat to stack underneath the shoulders and finally release the sacrum towards the earth. Take the feet to the right or left and come into a wide-legged child seat. Take the knees wide, take the two big toes touching together, place the forehead on the floor, and either extend the arms behind you if you feel you need to let go through the wrist joints and the armpits, especially if you're not used to bearing quite so much weight in your practice on the hands. Or make a platform for your forehead with the hands stacking one hand on top of the other. And just taking a moment here to allow the sacrum to grace the heels without strain. Allow the belly to be passive and not active. And feel the breath into the back of the ribs. When the forehead is on the floor, it is the connection to all our teachers, past and present. Someone that may have taught you a trade, maybe your very first yoga teacher. Right? We're connecting to that source. Just taking a moment here to also understand that the forehead arjuna chakra third eye center is the connection to our inner guru our, our guiding source calm and steady breath then from here you're going to draw the knees closer together well hip width apart tuck the toes under from where you are and come onto the forearms draw your elbows in very close towards the ears and then interlock the fingers down to the webbing pressing down through the outside edges of the wrist joints rather than grasping the fingers so if we do that we're going to create a lot of uh, tension in the neck so it's very important that the fingers are lightly interlocked, that the thumbs have that sense of freedom. Then in Shashasan headstand, we're trying to find a forward bend before we take the legs off the floor. So maybe that you may need to practice forward bending a lot more. That would help you improve your Shashasan practice, headstand practice. Sometimes anatomically, it's not always possible to take one particular type of headstand. So we have to play around with poses a lot. And I'll be talking about that in our next podcast. For now though, let's come with the forearms on the floor, place the top part of the forehead and the beginning of the crown onto the floor. And before you go anywhere, a beautiful way to get a sense of where you need to be moving into for a headstand is what I like to call head push-ups. You're going to place the head onto the floor so you feel that connection. Then you're going to inhale, press down through the forearms and lift the crown of the head off the floor, activating the shoulders. Now how you're feeling now with that sense of length and space from the upper back to the neck is what we're trying to get in Shashasan headstand practice. Place the head back on the floor now, draw the elbows in, walk the feet back a little bit and uh, tuck the toes under, lift the kneecaps up and shift the legs up and back into downward facing dog. And stay here please if this is enough for you. If you feel that you're collapsing or rounding, do stay here. The others, look at your elbows or feel the elbows coming in closer towards the body. 
begin to walk, tiptoe the feet a little bit closer to the face until you can feel that you're bearing weight forward, but onto the forearms. Then either stay here in Adishashasana half headstand practice or a variation of half headstand. You can still get the same benefits with the crown of the head connected to the floor, with the legs on the floor. But if you're up for going a little bit further today, walk the feet in just a couple of more inches. Bring the right knee towards the abdomen and the chest with the right heel flexed towards the right buttock cheek. And then see if you can duplicate that on the left side. So now both heels are connected to the butt and both knees are towards the chest. You have to activate the core muscles here. Are you pressing down through the forearms? Now staying here, of course, is another option. And technically, we're thinking of maybe staying here for 25 breaths in this half shishasana before you think about taking the legs towards the sky. It's a very good way to build a very steady foundation for headstand practice. There should never be any jumping up. If you're jumping up, it means that you're not ready to go up. It's very different to handstand. So let's just focus on this headstand today. So either keep the knees bent. If you're feeling that you have got the core connection so you feel that you've got the the lumbar the pelvis and the legs and you're bearing the weight down through the forearms and you're connecting stability through the shoulders then see if you can keep the right knee in towards the chest and maybe extend the left leg towards sky then see if you can let the right leg join the left or you may be able to bring both legs simultaneously at the same time towards the sky Flex the toes and see if you can press up through the balls of the feet as you flex the toes towards the crown. This will help you find an energetic lift. So you want to keep the tailbone connected here. You want to feel Mulabande here as well. Calm and steady. You don't want to feel, if you're feeling that you're wobbling, then come down and reposition. You may need to utilize the legs a little bit more. You may need to change the position in the forearms a little bit more. When we have the crown of the head on the floor, it is the connection to the divine. Any divine aspect, Allah, God, Buddha, but it's also connecting to the divineness that lies within you as a holy being. Shishasan headstand is known as the king of asanas king of yoga poses, just as Sarvangasan shoulder stand is known as the queen of yoga poses. And we'll be covering shoulder stand in our next podcast too. For now though, keeping the mind very calm and collected, simply breathing in and breathing out. Staying here for a few more breaths. Connecting to that inner source. And then slowly drawing the knees in towards the chest. And slowly coming all the way down to the floor. And resting in child's pose. Knees wide or knees together. Charles pose is the counter pose 
for headstand, but it's also a resting pose in between asanas. So if you ever feel that you need to come down and rest in between, if you're quite new to yoga and you're building up your practice, this is quite a vigorous practice. So as you practice at home, resist the urge to rest every few minutes, but especially after challenging poses, just come down, rest, let everything go, let the mind go, let the body go, and just uh, try and establish a steady breathing pattern. From here, slowly come up from the floor and take the feet to the right or left, and then come to light all the way down, ready for Shavasana Corpses pose. Final relaxation, Shavasana. So if your back's a little bit achy here, drop the knees to the center line of the mat, have the feet as wide as mat width. Again, just taking a moment to take the pressure off the uh, base of the sacrum and the sacroiliac joints. Palms spread wide, arms somewhere between waist and shoulder height. If there's no aching of the lower back, and hopefully there won't be, extend the legs in front of you. Have the feet six to eight inches wide and just begin to let go of the very last pose that you did. Shavasana is very important. The body and the mind need time to take stock of what you've just done. So as you lie here, just gently bring your attention to areas of the body. Draw the chin in towards the chest very slightly so the back of the neck remains very long. Lightly close the eyes and feel the earth underneath your body. Feel that you can surrender up and that your work is done. Breathing in no particular way, but just simply riding on the rhythm of your own breath. Fingers and ankles relax. Shins and calves relax. Thighs relax. Pelvis relax. Ribs relax. Fingers and palms relax. Elbows and armpits relax. Jaw, relax. Ears, relax. Eyes and forehead, relax. Crown, relax. My whole body is relaxing. Begin to deepen the breath now as you slowly turn the head from side to side. Be mindful if you're on props, 
feeling the length through the sides of the neck, the space across the upper back and the middle back and the lower back. Begin to wiggle the fingers and the toes, slowly bringing yourself back to the room and lightly draw the knees in towards the chest and give yourself a gentle squeeze. Lightly roll from side to side and then finally rock out onto the right side of the body. Rest the right ear on the inner right arm and draw the knees very close towards the chest. Take a full inhale here and a full exhale out here. Inhale as you come up through the pads of the left fingertips and exhale come to take an easy cross-legged seat. Make sure that you sit off a prop if it's needed. Bring the palms open or thumb and index finger join together in Yana Mudra. Lightly close the eyes, bring your awareness to your seat and feel that you can connect equally through both sides of the buttocks and as you feel that connection to the earth feel the spine and the crown very tall settling with the breath and always remembering that the best way to uplift our own lives is to do all we can to uplift the lives of others Place the hands into a prayer position in front of the heart center in Anjali Mudra and bow the head down towards the hands. As we always take a moment to offer up and give great gratitude and thanks to all the saints, sages, swamis, gurus, masters, teachers of the past for preserving and bringing us these ancient scriptures and disciplines of yoga. And to all the teachers of the present and to all the teachers of the future that continue to enlighten us along our own path, our own journey of self-discovery, which is yoga. Loka samasta sukino bhavantu Loka samasta sukino bhavantu Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May everyone experience true joy and equanimity. And may everyone be happy and free. Peace, peace. Peace. Blessings on your journey. Namaste.